0: Isaiah is getting us ready. The prophet uh, is getting us ready. And anytime we've got something major that is about to happen in our lives, we always need uh, to be ready for it. With the king, with the prince of peace coming in our lives, let us with hopeful anticipation be ready for, for His coming. Meaning simply this, let's not just haphazardly stand into or get into the spirit of this season unprepared. So Isaiah equips us this morning with some things that I uh, want us to, to take note of because I believe that it can very much speak to where we're at, speak to our hearts, and certainly nourish our souls. So I want uh, to go verse, to verse 1, and I want us to look at this first verse uh, in a way maybe that we've never looked at this text, but it says something to us, and it can minister to our hearts. Let me say this about verse 1. This is a person in need. This is a person who is in trouble. And maybe we have been there. Maybe we see no way out of our trouble. It's just complete darkness, and we need a doorway and God's hand to help us out. Here, verse 1 again, it says, Oh, that you would rend the heavens. To rend means to literally tear open, to tear open. Open the heavens, that you would come down, that the mountains might shake at your presence. Church, this is a proclamation from someone who is in a desperate situation, who needs help, who needs divine help. I'm in trouble, and I need God's In this Advent season, let you and I get real with ourselves and with God. Be fully transparent with the God who knows all things and be able just with a very faithful heart say, you know, Lord, I'm owning the fact that I have made a mess of my life, I've made a mess of a situation. I've made a mess of whatever it is that has kept me away from you, distance from you. And Lord, the mess that I've made, it's time that I no longer point the finger. It's time that I no longer claim myself as a victim. I just want to say, Lord, look, I've messed up. And I need your help. I want you to tear the heavens open. I want you to rend the heavens and come and help me. I'm owning it, Lord. I'm ready to say, Lord, it's not somebody else. It's me. I'm ready to do that. And I need your help. I need your help. We must own our own mess, church, and give it to God. Now, having said that, church, we must also, as we anticipate the coming of Jesus Christ, own our sin. We need to address our sin problem for Jesus to come and to work a transformative miracle in our lives. So let's look at 7b, verse 7. Listen to how the prophet talks about this. Lord, I've messed up. Lord, I've made a mess of things. I've made a mess of my life. Watch this, 7B. He says, for you have hidden your face from us and have consumed us because of your iniquities. He's addressing here the sin problem. We must, too, address our own sin problem. Church, in our world, our culture, no longer is sin taken seriously. And that will jeopardize the believer. It will jeopardize the church. It will jeopardize one's walk with Jesus Christ if the sin problem is not taken seriously. Church, let me say this about sin. We must never, ever underestimate the destructive power and consequences of sin. We can't hide from it. We cannot not talk about it. It's important for the life of the believer. You see, church, when sin is left unattended, Or ignored now pay attention to this it destroys everything in its path and that's not what God wants for the believer nor for the church so let's not water sin down let's not wish it away let's not ignore it let's not sweep it under the carpet let's say Lord in my life I've made a mess of things. Why? Well, because of sin. So, what do we do with sin? Well, I'm glad you asked because we're going to go to the Word of God and see what we must do with the sin that is obvious in our lives, but also with the sins that are secret because, remember, we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere with this admission that we've made a mess. And because of that mess, sin was very much involved in that. So what do we do with sin? Well, the Scripture says, let's go to verse 8 and 9, listen to this, but now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter, and all we are is the work of your hand. Do not be furious, O Lord, nor remember iniquity forever. Indeed, please look, we are your people. Church, in these very verses, what Isaiah is proclaiming here is that confession Repentance is the way to turn from sin, to turn from the mess that we often make of ourselves and of life and of relationships, to turn from sin, repentance and confession. Church, the time is now. The season is here. The day is today to repent and to confess. God wants to hear it. God already knows it. Let us be about a spirit of repentance and confession in this Advent season that is vitally important. The time is Now, why would we want to do this? Why would we want to live with a spirit of repentance as Jesus is coming? Because there is a better way, church. There is a better way to think. There is a better way to act. There is a better way to live and to live our lives abundantly. That better way, let me bring our attention to verse 12, and we'll wrap up here. Will you restrain yourself because of these things, O Lord? Will you hold your peace and afflict us very severely? There it is. Will you hold your peace? Every one of us on God's green earth want and desire and hope for peace. That peace, you see, church, is not in the idea of more having more seeking more doing more peace relies on and resides in the person of jesus christ who's coming to us once again not based on who we are or what we've done okay or our past or who we are even right now but jesus comes again because he loves us. Because he wants to put what is right in our lives. Jesus wants to redeem us. He is the better way. He is the better life. So a mess that I've made with my life, recognizing that, recognizing the sin in my life, recognizing that I must confess and repent of my sin to know that I'm just not left there but I can now see Jesus more clearly as he comes as he comes as scripture says to save mankind to save you and I that is what we are looking for to to reconcile a relationship with God Almighty that is good news for us to hear and to know. Let me end with 1 Corinthians 1.30. This is speaking about Jesus as the better way. Here it is. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Church, we have so much to look forward to. Whatever it is that's holding you back, today is the day. Now is the time to let it go, to ask for repentance, and to seek Jesus in all that we do, for there is hope and praise. Let me pray for us, please. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we look around us, Lord. We look, Lord, above us, below us, Lord, to our left and right, Lord. We are thankful, we are hopeful, Lord, but we see a lot of hurt and pain, Lord, in our own church, in our own community, around the world, with Israel. We don't have to look far to see hopelessness. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that in this season, change and transformation, it starts ultimately with us. We put the rest in your hands. Let us be of pure heart as we invite Jesus in once again. We pray for our brothers and sisters in the faith. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Israel. We pray, Lord, for all the hurt and the pain in this world. Start, uh, change starts with us, and in trust, O oh God, we will let you do the rest. Redeem us, reconcile us through the power of your Spirit. We ask this now and always in Jesus' name. Amen.